This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Comedy legend Brian Posehn is on the show tonight promoting his new metal album. Comedians doing metal albums. What's next? A Frankie Paul Mary stand-up tour. Actually, that couldn't be worse than a new M your album. Go for it, Frankie. The Metal Injection Live cast starts now. All right. Well, we're very excited. It's a special edition of the live cast, and we're kicking it off hot. Welcome. It's Metal Injection Livecast 551. It's Rob here with Noah, Sid, hey. and 3D. Yeah. yeah. Noah's mic was off, so a typical woman. Keep her off mic. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it sounds like it's still off. Oh, no. There might be some situation. Well, maybe Noah and Sid can share. And uh, right now, we have a fifth mic, a very special guest on the air with us, Brian Posehn. Yeah. Thank you so much for... Thank hey. you. Coming Returning on the show. Guest. I want to mention, Brian, you're releasing your first full-length heavy metal album, Grandpa Metal, on Megaforce Records on a very romantic day, Valentine's Day. The perfect Valentine's Day gift for your loved one would be the new Brian Posehn album, if you Grandpa got Metal. A, if you got a nerdy, heavy metal-loving husband or wife, uh, yeah, perfect. The perfect purchase. Now this album has been many many uh, thanks years. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Uh, this album has been many years in the making. You were actually on our show uh, about three and a half years ago, and you were saying how you had a few songs written at the time. So how long in ge- uh, how long total yeah. did it take to to put this together? We're saying six years. I think I think that's about right. Like so, we talked about it, and then we uh, I think I signed with Megaforce about six years and started the project. And uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm kind of embarrassed that it took that long, but it's really because of, you know, Scott and I having crazy schedules and, and then uh, we just let it, you know, and we had a really patient producer, Jay Rustin, who uh, let us take our time with it. Um, and then we got to a certain point where we're like, we should wrap this up. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I took about a year to finish it uh, where uh, I got, um, help from other people to kind of because we needed more songs uh we realized we were like a couple of songs short of a record and so uh i me and uh joe troman wrote the last couple of songs what were the what were the last songs uh, that you wrote do, do you remember uh uh we finished up the lyrics for grandpa metal i had i had been kind of stuck on those on the I had the concept, but and the song had been written. Scott had written the music, and we'd you know done a demo of the song, but didn't have the lyrics. And then uh, I I got help with that. And then once we did that, we did uh, Monster Mosh and um, Big Fat Rock together. Uh, and that was the idea of just like let's do, you know, the dumbest. <laughs> the way I said to Joe was let's like let's write a song about my wiener that even still Panther would go, no, nah, that's too dumb. <laughs> you know, that was the idea. <laughs> Let's out dumb steel Panther. And those guys are friends. I love those guys, but it was just like, let's, let's make the dumbest, you know, cause I grew up with all these songs where, you know, that were innuendo driven or, you know, double entendre or single entendre where it's, it's quite obvious that the song that Gene Simmons is writing is about his wiener, you know, we all know it. Uh, and 
so it was just the idea of let's let's do a song about my wiener where it's it's not subtle at all. It's the opposite of subtle. Right. You, you there's really uh, a line and by rock I mean my cock, right? Like you're not even <laughs> there's no entendre. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. zero entendre. I think I even say in the in the one of the lyrics is that this is an innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm talking about my cock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and honestly, one thing that stands out, like I, I went into this expecting a comedy album, but what shines so bright for me is what a great riff writer Scott Ian is, because there are legitimate, legitimately some amazing riffs on this record. Like, were you in the studio uh, listening to this and be like, holy shit, like, this is fucking Scott Ian, and he's writing all these great riffs, and now I have to like... Step step up, and I have I have to like actually you know deliver here. You know, is there pressure hearing these riffs? Oh, there is. Yeah, there is. But uh, but I also, duh. I mean, you know, I'd written other songs with him, so I knew you know right. metal by numbers and more metal than you are. You know, I think people like them because they are so. You know, they're written by him. Like I wrote mm -hmm. some lyrics and I I yelled Cookie Monster vocals into a you know a, a microphone, but um, they're decent songs because he's amazing and always has been. And uh, I mean, I grew up loving Anthrax, but I also loved SOD. So the, mm -hmm. this whole thing has just been basically like me forming my version of SOD with the guy from SOD. Like every time it. he and I, you know, sit down and write a song together, that's always been my thing of like, I'm with this guy. So now it's, it's up to me to fuck it up, really. <laughs> you know, like, uh, he, he's, he's, uh, he's got the metal down. It's not like I'm starting a band with a buddy of mine, you know, like <laughs> right, right, exactly. With Scott Ian. <laughs> <laughs> not every day that could happen. And, and and I love so you no. have a lot of guest appearances here. You you call some friends, I'm assuming, and and it it really uh, makes the the whole thing seem very theatrical. Like uh, one of the songs is called "One Quarter Viking, Three Quarters Pussy," and uh, I, I assume that has <laughs> Johan Hegg on it, right? Because he's in the credits. Yes. And and so now, do you did you come up with the song concept first or was it like man i gotta collaborate with johan how do i get him on a song and then you got the joke that way which which came first well with that one i wrote the song first mm -hmm. and then i said to jay rustin my producer do you think we could get him and he's like jay produced an album for him on a mark he's yeah, like he yeah i'm pretty song. sure yeah. let me <laughs> let me call him so uh, i see and he's an I LA mean, guy. the favors all came easily the favors all came easily of me just going, Hey, you know, let me call whoever. But, um, I always wanted it to be an organic fit. Like, uh, the only one where it's a little off, but I love it is, you know, ask, asking Alex Skolnick to, uh, to do a solo on that song, but he killed it. But, um, everybody else, they kind of fit the song. You know what I mean? Like he'd never done, uh, you know, he's from Testament, but he'd never done like Viking type stuff. But for, for to have a, to write a Slayer song or a, you know, that Satan song, and then to get Gary Holt to do the solo, that was 
kind of calculated. I mean, a lot of it was me just going, yeah, this would be perfect. If I get him to do this, this will fit really well, you know? It's funny. I have in my notes that the solo on uh, a one-quarter Viking, three-quarter supposed is, like, insane. And I was, like, blown away by it. I was, this, is, this holds up to any solo in, like, you know, serious, quote-unquote serious. No, I know. And it's Skolnick, it's Skolnick killing it. Everybody I asked to do it, they just completely delivered and like i was playing it for people and they're like man this is kind of the guitar record of the year and it's like yeah <laughs> i didn't even think about it yeah but, but when you're asking that many that many shredders to be on this record of course <laughs> you know when you get phil demo and you got alex skolnick and you've got gary holt and brendan small and uh you know uh, it's it's it stacks up, and you get Bumblefoot and Phil Demel and every you know everybody on there. Yeah, it really it almost caught me. It like caught me off guard for a second. I'm like, well, what what do you expect? These are all like pros. These aren't you know it isn't your buddy like you were saying. These are <laughs> big time right. big time folks. Um, there's a couple of cover songs on the album. How did you decide which songs to do covers of? Well. Um, I'd done take on me at karaoke before. <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's kind of how I decide, uh, on my, you know, I'd done, I did a cover of the gambler before, and that is also something I've done at karaoke, you know, <laughs> where I'll get a couple of whiskeys in me and I'll get up and I'll just scream a song. And, uh, that's how I, I had done that. So I knew that would be funny. And then I also, um, the big part of why I picked those songs is I was just like, I've always thought that any song is better if it's done heavy metal style. Mm. Like if you take any song and make it better just by putting more guitars and, and, uh, you know, producing it the way we like our music. Mm. And, uh, that was just base the basic idea of like, just, let's take two goofy pop tunes that people know but do uh, kind of the best versions of them. And, and uh, it took a little bit of convincing, like with Chuck Billy, you know, I asked him to be on it and he's like, what am I doing? Take on me, really? That song? <laughs> and I sent it to him and he's like, no, I sent it to him and he goes, no, I know the song, but how do you want me to sing it? I'm like, dude, I want, I want Chuck Billy, you know, I want you to do, to, you know, Chuck Billy it up. That's all what I always wanted. And then to get him and Zetro, two of my favorite, you know, thrash vocalists on the same track. And then with Jill Janice of uh, Huntress that, you know, she killed it. I think everyone really delivers on the album. And, uh, and, and it's, and I love some of the, the messages of the, of the songs, like the, you know, the title track itself, just mocking, uh, well, the joke is on Scott Ian, but I'm assuming you're joking about uh, a sort of metalhead that just refuses to listen to new music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, myself included. Well, I'm actually pretty open-minded, but mm -hmm. no, it's making fun of every crusty old metalhead that you know that is like, nah, there hasn't been anything good since 1992, you know, <laughs> that guy. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I, I love that there's two uh, versions of New Music Sucks. Because there's just so many people <laughs> that you get to get to to shit on, and one of the people that you call out was Post Malone. 
and uh, yeah. I was curious what your thoughts are on seeing that now Ozzy is on a Post Malone track. How, how did you feel about that? Uh, <laughs> 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 Understood. <Yeah. laughs> it's terrible. Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> I mean, I love that. I love that Post Malone is now at least uh, you know. I because I, I hate when when pop people are like, I like heavy metal. Uh, you know, <laughs> like look at this heavy metal T-shirt I bought online. You know, and and then they were, you know, like when Katy Perry's wearing or whoever, whatever dildo pop star. Uh, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> feel free. That's yeah, always been a pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember hearing like a couple of years back where people were like, "Lady Gaga likes metal," and I'm like, "We'll prove it." And then <laughs> she did the thing with Metallica, and I was like, uh, "Oh well, all right." <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. But at least, <laughs> but at least. You know, the the love is there. The love is real. I can't really shit on somebody for liking metal, but uh you know, when you don't really that's when that's when it pisses me off. That's when when a Kardashian is wearing yeah. a, a torn up Megadeth shirt, you know, I I I lose my mind. And when I go to Nordstrom's and I see, you know, uh ride the lightning but in a jersey in the in the women's section for a hundred dollars, you know, <laughs> that the poser uh, the poser bell goes off in my head, but uh, but isn't uh, people re- if you know it's, if if Post Malone legitimately likes heavy metal, then that's cool. Well, didn't well, he, he used does. to be in yeah. metal bands? He used to be in like uh, an Asking Alexandria yeah. cover band or whatever. But what really is yeah. that? What it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He liked like uh, scene core. Oh or my god! Uh, we have a, a what? He was he was into like scene bands post Malone because he's only like twenty one. He's a young he's a young guy twenty four something like that. Right. He's so, forty seven years old. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he was into like the hardcore, like the metalcore stuff of the mid aughts. Uh, we do have a, a number oh, here. Oh, so like a yeah. Trey you and yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was in an Asking Alexandria nice. cover band. There's like footage of him from like the MySpace days. <laughs> <laughs> and he had the hair. <laughs> All right. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So our number is 213-WIDE-NUT, 213-943-3688. If you want to talk to Brian, we have 567. Do you have a question for Brian Posehn? 567, hey, you're on. on. Can you guys hear me? Yes. You are on 567. Awesome. It's Baby Daniel. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. We're on the air with Brian. Do you have a question for Brian? Yeah. Um, firstly, Brian, uh, thanks for the great music. I remember hearing Metal by Numbers the first time when I was like a 13-year-old. It was just awesome because someone finally combined comedy and metal, and I thought I was the only one that liked metal that also had a sense of humor, so thank you for doing that. Um, nice. Uh, my question is, when you worked with the musicians that you collaborated with, um, I'm imagining, right, you're a fan of these guys. You knew of them before you worked with them. Did you find out that any of them were also fans of yours? Oh, everybody. So it's everybody on the record. They're all friends. And, you know, I've, I've known them for a while. So we, uh, it's, they're all people that, like, I know that they also like the dumb shit I do. <laughs> yeah, everybody that's on there and, like, from Chuck to, uh, well, the only one that was 
Johan, we found out, uh, knew who I was through the producer, but everybody else was, uh, you know, just me calling in favors of, you know, and then people going, Hey, I'll, I'll, you know, next time you're recording a record, let me know, I'll do it. And then I went, okay, I'll hold you to it. Like that was literally what Chuck had said. And then, and I called him like a year later and said, okay, I'm doing this thing. I want you on it. And you also had Weird Al make a cameo, which uh, must have been a, a big deal uh, for you. And uh, how much of an inspiration was, was his stuff for for this album? Well, he you know, he's never done metal, but, I mean, funny music, yes. Right, right. You know, he's a huge inspiration. And, uh, uh, you know, his parodies are sillier. For, for my parodies, I kept it straight, and I didn't change the lyrics at all. Or, or not parodies. I didn't covers. do any parodies, but yeah. I did covers. But, uh, um, yeah, it's a, it's a different thing, but it also made sense. There was a little bit of, like, if I put him on, it's almost like um, in the rundown where uh, uh, Schwarzenegger uh, hands off hands off to the rock. Do you remember that movie? Yes. <laughs> it's a passing of the torch. It's such a dumb reference. Yeah, there's a little bit of like, hey, if I get Weird Al on my record, that's like Schwarzenegger being in the rundown. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense to me yeah uh when we last talked in uh 2016 one thing uh you mentioned was uh we were talking about weed and you were saying you had no idea how you would handle the drug talk with your seven-year-old kid we were curious if since then you've either figured it out or had the conversation or what's the what's the up is there any update there Nah, he's uh he's He's ten now, and uh, Still I luckily old. haven't yet. But mm. it's <laughs> coming up. Eventually, <laughs> yeah, it's coming. And uh, now, with like, I feel like weed in general in the last three years has evolved into so many different forms now with these vape pens and edibles, and, and living uh, on the West Coast where it's all legal, like. Are you are you still doing it the analog way, the traditional <laughs> flower? Uh, I am, yeah, I am. But but those pens are great for traveling. Mm-hmm. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, and that's the thing. I mean, it's kind of hard not to smoke at this point. Like I had quit, but then now it's it's so accessible. Like how do you say no to it? Uh, you can get a dude to deliver it at the same time as your food. It's pretty amazing. Same guy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we just yeah. You can time it correctly. Yeah, sometimes it is the same gentleman. <laughs> Uber Eats needs to start getting in on the uh, getting in on the action. Uber edibles. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they're already beta sure. testing. Uh, well, Brian, thank, thank you, uh, thank you so much for taking some time uh, to hang out with us. Oh, uh, are you? Now, now that the album is over, you're about to go on tour. Are you uh, listening? Do you have your your playlists ready? Are you listening to any new stuff or any classics? Like what's been what's been in your ears lately? Well, since last week, I I've only listened to Rush. Mm. Oh, right, oh, yeah. last Friday. But yeah. uh, uh, other than that, you know, the morning process. Uh, yeah, there's some. The latest stuff I like, um, 
like pow- I don't I'm not too hip. I'm, I wish some people would turn me on to some newer stuff. Like like the most recent stuff I like are Power Trip and Havoc, and both those oh. bands have been around at least five years now. So, but uh, there's nobody on my radar that's brand new. But you know, I love uh, I love what old bands are doing. I love the the latest Death Angel. I'm so mm-hmm. stoked that they're up for a Grammy, even though they don't mean anything. Uh, but it's it's very cool to see friends of yours, you know, even in a band that I've liked since I was a teenager, recognized finally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then it's mostly the old stuff. You know, I listen to uh, a lot of Maiden, a lot of Metallica, a lot of a lot of everything. Have you ever listened to Crotch Duster? No. I know them only by name. Uh, they're not something i'm super familiar with hmm. i think i think you might like them we got a little uh preview of of grandpa metal and when i was listening to it, i was just like first of all it's such a fun album and uh i don't know it just it, it it's not similar to crotch duster but it's like the same like fun feeling so i just i thought same genre different different vibes it's, different it's approach. Uh, producer yeah i'll check them out yeah yeah, they've they been around a while, and yeah. I, I don't know why I've never checked them out. But I just the name maybe it was the silly name, <laughs> uh, and you would think because I'm a comic, it would attract me. But uh, <laughs> sometimes names like that throw me off. Where you're like, well, they're probably not serious. You know what I mean? Well, like, the music is very oh, yeah. serious, much like with uh, your album. Uh, it's because it's, it's essentially, right, but it's funny. I'm, yeah. Sorry, you sorry. You know, like every every metalhead, we have our uh, we have our opinions before we hear stuff, and that, that's you know what I mean. Like, yeah, so that's, that's, that's kind of how I looked at that. Uh, we'll well, check cool. it out. We'll check uh, it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Brian. The inspiration for the record came from like oh. SOD and like Scatterbrain. Scatterbrain. I don't know if you guys oh, yeah. remember, but oh, that was a big thing. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, well, and it was also just like very cool to hear uh, Jill Janis on the album, and for you know, you know, just like fans to have something new out from her is is pretty cool. Uh, that's so heartbreaking, but but yeah. yeah, that was part of the thing that I was like, oh, well, at least there's two new songs for people to hear, and I can't yeah. wait for people to hear the Goblin Love song. I don't know if you heard that one yet, yes, but yes, 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 she and I. Yeah, I mean, she's so funny on it, and she was nervous about that. She was like, you wrote all these funny things. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. And I was like, no, you can. I, you can de- mm-hmm. you know, I said, I just want you to do your crazy black metal goblin voice. You know, she already did that kind of thing. I was uh-huh. just like, do that and just don't worry about it. You're going to kill it. And she did. She, I'm so proud of that song, and it's so funny, and, and she's so great. And then when she sings, she sings her balls off. She's everybody knows what an amazing singer she was. Yep. And you spoke very highly of her last time we had you on. You were saying how she was so good at doing that goblin voice that you kind of had to go back and like up upgrade your your vocals. It's it's true. I did. I I re-recorded. I re-recorded my track after I heard her track. I was yeah. just like, well, that won't work. You, know, <laughs> you can't half ass it with her in the yeah. All right. Well, Brian, thank you so much. The yeah. album is Grandpa Metal. It is out on Valentine's Day, February 14th. The perfect gift for a loved one, I think. Absolutely. All right. Have a great thank one, Brian. You. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks again.
Right. <clears throat> what a delight that man what is. What a swell guy. Yeah. That was Brian Posehn, Grandpa wow. Metal. Wonderful stuff. I feel so horrible, though, because <laughs> Why? I was listening to that album earlier today, and I didn't know Alex Skolnick was on it. And I listened to that song, and I'm like, man, I usually hate guitar solos, but this is That was my incredible. favorite track, and now I know why. <laughs> pointed out he loved the solo to me. Thank you for saying something positive about Alex Skolnick, yeah. Sid. Never again! <laughs> God damn. That was the Alex Skolnick challenge <laughs> for Sid. It's like eating one of those uh, Impossible Burgers. I didn't know I was eating it. I thought it was a real burger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And yeah. then after the fact, it tasted like shit. <laughs> I have to go purge in the bathroom afterwards. Uh, that was fun. Yeah. And also, just like cool to see uh, that Brian had a lot of live cast guests on this oh album. Oh my God. <laughs> so many. We should get like. I guess we're related. Production credit or something, right? Yeah. We just both have. Talent scouts. Similar good taste. Suppose, yeah. And guest appearances. Baby Daniel still on the line. Great question, Baby Daniel. Yeah. Wait, can you guys still hear me? Well, you were, we you, you were on mute previously. Because your line you're was the, fuzzy. Okay. You're, you're in the car, so it's. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought maybe like you guys could hear all the ambient sounds from my car that whole time. Uh, so how is everybody tonight? I think I might have missed the first part of the show because when I called in, I was like partway through the, the Brian interview. That's all we've done so far. Yeah. That was our opener. Okay, yeah. cool. So I haven't missed anything. No. Well, you missed a great interview with Brian. Well, he heard most, <laughs> well, most of it. You got to participate. You, you, yeah, you got, you got a good amount of it going. All right. So I'm assuming you're just listening. So we'll put you back on hold. And let's and get to Rob's NAM stories. Rob's mm. NAM stories. Rob's Juicy. Stories. So I did go to NAM. Unfortunately, I was not able to meet up with the usual LA mm-hmm. live cast. Quote crew. unquote, not able. <laughs> I did have some other plans mm-hmm. at the time. Hmm. And uh, it was a busy it was a busy week. But uh, I went to Dime Bash on Thursday. Did anything that? transpire oh, on let me, stage? Let me take, yeah, there's some stuff. Actually, let me take a step oh. back. When I, when I got there, I mean, you know, it was like one of those things like, why do I, why do I still live in New York? Like, what's going on? <laughs> the weather was phenomenal. I was like, within 10 minutes of having the car, I was at a dispensary <laughs> with like infinite choices in fact it was a dispensary that i personally picked out on a weed yelp <laughs> called weed well, maps no no weed maps it's called oh, yeah. but they have the menu they have all the menus so you could just i was like while the car was being uh is there like curbside takeaway you get a blooming onion and some weed <laughs> well there's delivery services like yeah. as, as brian was yeah. saying but i i want i i like the storefront experience i like to go i want to I, I like being like a kid in a candy store yeah. to the point uh, to the point that the the girl at the register was like, "This is quite a purchase you're making." Yeah. Really? In what you sense? Want? Like, you, like you, you bought a lot of things? Or? I just bought a bunch of. I bought like ten or twelve joints. Was it all like for you, or were you getting for friends as well? I mean, it was all for me, but. Not the intent. The intent was also like smoke with other people. Okay. Like, but you didn't have like you didn't take people's order in advance. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. This was all my order. Okay. Uh, and I've I've dis- like I've come to realize that it's better to 
overdo it, <laughs> then find yourself like, you know, but low. But now they have delivery services. So if yeah, you but I don't want to deal with stores. that. Stores, you could just go to the store and get it. That's where I went, everywhere. but yeah. it's not everywhere. There's rules. You have to be X amount of miles away from a school blah blah uh, blah so it'd be like a uber it would be a whole schlep to get so it's like this is my one shot yeah rob likes to when he smokes he likes to pull up beside a high school and just <laughs> during recess and just relax. that's not what i'm saying they're they're kept away from like uh parts of the yeah. city where like there would be ch- like it's You're it's responsible parts of the city no i'm there it's just like a fucking like a garage in the middle of nowhere the point i'm making is right. it would be like a half hour ride to get okay. it i'm already there i gotta get okay. it for i gotta get it for the the one week shot. rob yeah. you only get one shot do not miss your chance to blow smoke <laughs> in children's faces at high school well that was it one I, was, opportunity. I, I was standing there i was like is this enough should i get a few more and i was like yeah get a few more what what's what's the worst that'll happen i have to smoke more yeah. oh my god like uh, poor i get better than the other which is i want to smoke more and i don't have it i don't want that but i'm sure everyone around you would also have so you could just ask them exactly I've been in that situation. I don't want to put myself in that situation where I have to find someone. He doesn't somebody. want to be a fiend. Yes. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I get I don't it. Like how- He's an adult. He exactly. can have his own that was, I was like, I can afford it. He's got big pockets. <laughs> the Soros checks they came take, in, I guess. They take credit card. It's very nice. I got some rewards nice hum- on it. Nice humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> I can afford to blow money on weed. It's like, I don't do, I, I have very few vices. It's just weed. So anyway, so I get my stuff and I got so it's ridiculous because you get so overwhelmed, even though I I had the menu, you know, the menu on the w- website isn't exactly you got the bait and switch. It was a little bait and switch. So oh. I had to like make some last minute decisions because they were out of a few things. They had a few other things. And so at the end, I was like, all right, and I'll also, you know what, I'll do uh, these. And that's when the person was like, wow, you're making quite the purchase here. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, you need uh, options. Yeah, and uh, one thing I will say that's kind of weird is the packaging has gotten out of control. Uh, what they're like elaborate now? Yeah, it's so elaborate. Like so, childproof. A- so you could you had to have somebody open it for you. No, uh, the in in Canada everything is childproof. Mm-hmm. Actually, here no, mm-hmm. but uh, they don't here, care. Here it's already it's open. Well, here it never gets to the plant for packaging. There's just some dude gets it off. The well, plate. first thing you go and you have to show your ID. It's like you don't even see anything before you show your ID. Then you have to go yeah. into another room. Before I went into the other room, they were like, would you like to join our club? And I was like, no. She's like, you get 10% off. Yes, <laughs> I will yeah. join your club. Do they have, you get like a little card and they have a hole puncher every time no, you buy some <laughs> weed? <laughs> the 10th sandwich. weed is free? No, just based on your, your ID. Ah. Uh, so they punching holes in your ID. That's no, your driver's like no. They have a computer. It's I like, know. Come on. It's like fucking Costco for weed. <laughs> Fuck. It, it was great. It was, it was a more of a boutique. It wasn't as big as oh. Costco. Uh, and then you know I got my joints, and then I'm leaving, and I hear in the background, "Big fan of your work." And in my head, oh, I'm no. like, I'm like, oh, is there a rapper here? <laughs> and I turn around, like, who's the rapper? And then the, uh, another guy at the counter was actually talking to me. <laughs> It was some metalhead who was like, oh, I'm a big fan of your work. And I'm like, oh, thanks, man. Can I get a free joint? No, you I mean uh, this show or your blog your posts? I didn't sit there and be like, what, what specifically are you a fan <laughs> of? You and do that you, to everyone who calls this show. I was show. just going to say, exactly. It took the words out of my mouth. Every time someone calls in, which segment did you like the most? Well, that's a little How different. Long than have you been listening? I was running out of the fucking dispensary and I was like ready to fucking, okay, you know, right. smoke this, like, you know. Brad was already salivating. Your inner monster was starving. You yeah, exactly. I could 
Because you just came off one of your two weeks self-imposed not smoking weed uh, things. No, it was like a five hour. Oh, five hours. <laughs> not smoking. Well, that's the flight over. Too. The flight over was pretty tough. <laughs> Did, Although, you, did you try to open a window and blow some smoke out and <laughs> fucking cause suction and people sucked out of the I plane? will say, I, I, I'm not going to say I didn't smoke before leaving for the flight, but I didn't smoke. Like, pr- previously, I would get blasted before going to the airport, and I realized it's very counterproductive because, first of all, by the time you sit in the plane, mm. the high is gone. Yeah. And secondly, that means, like, it just adds so much anxi- unnecessary anxiety to the you know, check-in process. Check in, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. like, it, it, it counterbalances the situation working. I'm in. And mm-hmm. it was at that point, it was, that, that was one of the points where I was like, wow, I've really turned a quarter with my, what is where now there are situations where it doesn't even, it's not even enjoyable. Good. To smoke pot. Good. I worry. About uh, so, but, no, and I mean, I didn't smoke during the day. We were doing business. It was only at the end of the day. Although, believe me, I thought about it. <laughs> uh, but so, it was like the telltale heart where your pockets were just beating. <laughs> like the joints were like smoke weed. Well, I would, I would only, when I would go to the NAM show, so the NAM show is during the day. It's like 10 to 5 or 6. 6 is when it closes. Uh, I, would, I only put one joint in my, in my uh, bag uh-huh. as my like, you know, end of the day <laughs> reward. Because, yeah, if I had a bul- multiples, who knows? <laughs> I don't, right. don't want to even... <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. So uh, anyway, first night we went to the Dime Bash. It was a great party. It was in Santa Ana at the observatory. And last year, of course, I went, and that's where I met Dave Grohl. And it was like one of the craziest experiences. That was a year ago already? That was a year ago. Oh, my God. And so. That flies. Time is getting shorter as we get older. Mm -hmm. We're back at the observatory. Is there uh, barbecue? There is barbecue. Dave Grohl is back. Wow, he's there again. Which he, is like when did he, he come up to you and say he missed you? When when it was announced, I'll get to it. When it was announced, <laughs> I was like, well, obviously I can't go to anything else. Oh, yeah. I, I actually I'm jumping ahead in the story. Jesus Christ! Before the observatory, it's like before a debutante, the, yeah. before the dime bash, <laughs> there was a blackened whiskey tasting party. Blackened whiskey is Metallica's new whiskey, mm. and. Uh, so there was a whiskey tasting party by the hotel, and so I'm I'm already they had whiskey martinis. Wow! They had I was doing whiskey shots. What is it? How do you make a whiskey martini? It was like all the ingredients of a martini, oh, but okay. uh, whiskey instead of a vodka. I guess. Gotcha. Doesn't seem like a martini anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's it's a, I don't know whatever it fucking got me drunk. It was, <laughs> it was it was it was well yeah it's got whiskey in it. So I was already on it quite. Was I was on. Do they have whiskey tequilas? That's just a glass of whiskey <laughs> with Instead a worm of tequila, in it. Yeah, no, not even. Uh, <laughs> Go on. Well, <laughs> was, is it black? How is the whiskey? Like, no, it's called blackened, but it's like normal whiskey color. Hey, it's a dark brown. I mean, it's whiskey. Whiskey I mean, can't be black. Johnny Walker Black. Is it black? But that's the label. So, so this is the label. But it's set. Well, the reason it's called blackened whiskey, get this, is because uh, for the last process of the aging, they actually play Metallica. Oh, come on. And the vibrations shake the wood really? to like. Yeah. It's like a oh, whole thing. Yes. That's scientifically uh, plausible. But it is something like. 
not necessarily Metallica, but they do. That is something that is done where like they send. I, I don't know, whatever. The, oh, no, I want to hear this. The rep, <laughs> the rep was giving the picture. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> All right. Well, sure. they, it's a sure. cool story. Get again. me drunk. They don't expect you to really believe them. Because it's a boutique whiskey. No, I I assume they do do it. Isn't that also what, like, the U.S. uh, military did to, like, prisoners? (laughs) Yes. Oh, God. But it was shittier music. I don't think they used Metallica. Oh, no, I think, like, Slayer Metallica. It was, like, metal songs. Metallica, I believe, asked them to stop using their music. (laughs) Stop it. We're going to do this with our whiskey now. (laughs) It was too effective. <laughs> they're hu- they're into human rights, even for terrorists. The, it's actually not whiskey; it's just the water left over from waterboarding <laughs> that they've bottled. <laughs> that we, Metallica was playing while the waterboarding right. happened. But they took the waterboarding water and they played some Metallica into the the thing, so it vibrated. <laughs> By the way, I had a a a, 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 a whiskey Slurpee. I don't know if you, I, what. Yeah, they just went into a Seven Eleven and drank some oh, whiskey. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> well, the whiskey was good. And, uh, oh, I, I'm sure. It, it definitely got me lifted. And then I went to the Dime Bash already. Uh, oh and I believe I did a tequila shot back at the hotel before going to Wait, the... Wait, whiskey tequila or regular? <laughs> regular <Okay>. tequila tequila. Tequila <laughs> uh, tequila? I had no more... After the blackened party, there was no more... There was no more... Uh, Blackened whiskey or tequila, tequila. She's a Nazi now, right? <clears throat> she is. is a white nationalist, I believe. Yeah. I don't know still, but like a few years oh, ago. Oh, right. In uh, 2016. Let's, let's not allege anything that's not the case. But Can you be a white nationalist if you're not white? That's yes. what was so weird about it is that there's, she's like a Pacific Islander. Yeah, there's got to be a right? different name for it, though. It's just not accurate. Well, no, I don't think. I think that is the correct name because she is promoting white nationalism, whether she is or not. But there's, I don't know. There, there needs to be some kind of I'll come up with modifier. A, have a like a off-white traitor. nationalist. I don't know. <laughs> traitor? Is that, self-hatred? Is that a good word? That's. I don't know. That's not fun enough. I want it to be fun. She would have been on the new. second cattle car right after the Jews. She got shipped Jesus in. So Christ. I don't know uh, what she's thinking. But sorry, Rob. Yes. We got on a tangent. All right. <laughs> so so we get to the the Dimebash. Yeah. And uh, it's great. Like the parties going there's a good amount of uh big stars like anthrax is there like all all the heavy hitters everyone you would kind of expect to see there and a bunch of friends of mine uh so it's great and again the tequila like i was doing tequila shots how many did you have <coughs> at least six jesus what? christ at least. and these are shot glasses or like what they were yeah, no, they were, I mean, they were shots. They were poured into plastic cups. It was like a legit shot size, not like you're guzzling each one, right? No, no. Okay. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, and so, and then I was also chasing with white claws, I, I will say. So I'm also <laughs> drinking malt liquor on top of these tequila oh, so shots. I didn't know what a white. It was, oh, it's a hard I, seltzer. I immediately thought of bear claws. I thought oh, you had a, oh, yeah, yeah, a bear claw great. after each. Uh, it's whiskey. like a hard seltzer with okay. malt liquor. Uh, gotcha. Kind of like, I guess it's like a newly branded Zima? Smirnoff Ice, but without the sugar. Like there's no. So it's really like it's just Smirnoff Ice? Like It's seltzer and malt liquor. So Gotcha. Basically, Smirnoff. Smirnoff ice would also be like a ton of sugar. It would be like a Sprite okay. and malt liquor. Oh, interesting. 
Um, yeah, the hard seltzers are like all the craze mm-hmm. now. Like even fucking Budweiser Bud, has Bud Light came out with it. Yeah, which, seltzer, which it already corona, is. Like there's what? Corona <laughs> seltzer. What is Bud guess, Light? If it not doesn't hard have seltzer. it doesn't have the bread taste. I guess. Oh, oh, is that real? Is that right? Well, like Bud Light is just tastes like hops, and water, bread. Yeah. You know, yeah. bread water. This would just be the water. It tastes like when you drop your sandwich in the sink and you're really hungry <laughs> and you just eat it anyway. It was like landed in a bowl of of shit that you filled up a bowl with. I water. like yeah, even like. I haven't had a crappy, you know, domestic in forever. Oh, but another for, humble brag. I just, I just, well, I don't need, here, I can't say that I don't drink, but I am not a drinker. So, like, I will, if I am drinking, I, I will binge like I did at Time Bash, like I'm telling you That's right now. Healthy. Uh, and then just not drink again. I'm not going to drink. I mean, I had like a few beers. Stuff, but, <laughs> but, like, you're in the environment. But I turned down a ton. Like, I, I, st- I definitely did not get drunk the rest of the weekend. Sid, which step is this? <laughs> I think this is negative four. No, no, no. I'm fine. The alcohol is not the issue. Uh, Den- <laughs> denial. Uh, anyway, so. So yeah, I'm drinking tequila, hanging out, and then I'm I'm you know Dave Grohl's there, and it's like uh, I don't want to. Do you go up to him? You right. wait for him I, to yeah. go up to you. I don't want to be like a total. Who makes the first move? This well, is I was very like, uh, Larry David uh, yes. scenario. Yeah, I want to keep my. I don't like. It's not like he doesn't know that everyone around him is flipping out that he's there. Right. right. I don't want to be the approacher, but <laughs> you don't want him to think you're desperate. But like, also, I was like, I need to. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to come off desperate. That was my one thing. Yeah. That was my one rule. Don't come off desperate. That's all. No like, wait, desperate to talk to him or desperate for some barbecue. Oh no, desperate to talk to him. Okay, bar- I knew everyone be, was yeah. getting barbecue. Yeah. Every it was like, yeah, you're getting barbecue. I did have the bar. It's okay I'll to get come to off it. desperate for meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That I will. I will. Uh, no, I, I was like, oh, it'll it'll happen naturally. Like it'll be like we'll walk. Let's all, let's someone be like, like let's walk over to t- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it turns out I didn't even have to think about it because he just came up to me again. He came up wow. to me again, Jesus. and he goes, "I'm so glad you're here." Wow. <laughs> did he? Did he know who you were? <laughs> <laughs> well, he said he, he thought you were Pat Smear from, <laughs> from the Foo Fighters. Uh, and I was like, oh, well, I'm very glad. That's funny. I'm glad you're here, too. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and he goes, yeah, like, it means a lot to hear. He goes, and I'm like, it means a lot to me that you're saying that. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't even, I couldn't even, like, and then I, and then I gave him a hug and then, like, Wait, whatever. He really said it means a lot that you're here? Yes. Like, t- jokingly or seriously? Are you serious? Are you? Serious? Like, I don't. <laughs> why, does, why would it ever mean a lot that Rob was here? Uh, I mean, not, not it even. It doesn't even mean that much that you're here with us right Fuck now. Fuck you, Sid. <laughs> don't you ruin this for me. Right, don't you ruin this for me. I mean, like jokes aside, even even not ragging on Rob, but like, not to say that he wouldn't think highly of you to be, but like, why why would you stick out to him that he would say that? It makes because me he, he because that's how much he loves that video. The, uh, him again, with uh, to recap, cool. the reason he was flipping out on me last year, yeah. uh, and I don't even want to say flipping out. Like I, I it, he was being you so so nice and like whatever is because he loved that one video that it was uh, me interviewing Dave Brock and right. a character and he said he watched it so many times th- he showed it to so many people he showed it to Scotty and he showed he was like he was showing me text of him just showing it to people like it was like 
I was like, oh my god, like in I my believe head. It. And I believe it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what? It just seems like wow, he really thinks about it still a year later, like that. I'm much. sure he's probably watched it so many times <laughs> since. Cool. So but he's pretty much like all the views on the video. He was a mensch, uh, a total mensch, and so. Then I'm like, uh, now I, I don't know even the order of events here. So I'm just going to recap a little moment. I didn't get blackout drunk. Like I remember everything that happened that night. <laughs> but okay. uh, your so perception of time is. My perception of time is. You woke cool. up in bed with Taylor Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> it was completely <laughs> off because I couldn't believe how quickly everything went. And then it turned out we were there, you know, six hours or five, yeah. three. Four. I was. <laughs> No, Six we, hours, five. No, three, no, no. Four. I was drinking for five hours because I was drinking from seven. Like at midnight, I was like, I need to stop <laughs> it's drinking. It's going to turn out that Rob never left Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. I was drinking for at least five hours and then bed. and then I, I cut it out. There uh, was some uh, native so it was audio four from, hours. This, from this oh, night. Oh. <laughs> Definitely. Well, it was close. So, yeah, there was. So, again, this is a jam. This is a big jam. Yeah. There's really cool uh, stuff going on. Ricky Rackman was there. I wanted to say hi to him, you know, a friend of the show. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't Still even see him. Still alive, no curse. I didn't see him there, and I completely, like, <laughs> wouldn't have recognized him based on photos the next day because he has, like, shaggy hair now. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, I, I, there was no way. <laughs> I would I would have. How call, is it, what is it? I haven't seen this. What is this? Uh, He's like, like just what your image of it's him. It's like a mushroom cut. Oh, no. A long mushroom cut. Yeah, it's oh. just like very, really? like a bowl on top what? of the set. Oh, my. I need to see this. Uh, and I think he was wearing sunglasses indoors from the picture. I didn't see that picture. But anyway, uh, so drunk. And so I'm drunk, having a great time, talking to friends. Living it up. I was standing with uh, Frank. And uh, another friend of ours, Nick, uh, not the Nick uh, that was on the show. And uh, Rita, who is Dimebag's basically wife, his widow, essentially, but they weren't married. uh, And the one who organized the event. Mm -hmm. She uh, was walking around being like, I need drummers. Do we have any drummers? I need drummers. And then me and Nick were like, this guy's a drummer, pointing to Frank. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, And she's like, all right, uh, we're going to do a Roots drum line. Can you come up on stage and do Roots? And Frank was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. It's not a Pantera song. Uh, It wasn't just Pantera covers. There were just like classic metal covers. It was just a good time, you know. But there was a lot of Pantera covers. And uh, so uh, it was like Roots and... uh, so then Frank is like trying to practice it and I'm like and I'm at this point I am out of this world like I'm I'm on a different level of drunk I'm on yeah. a new level of drunk so on sunsheen uh, <laughs> I'm on sunsheen sunsheen <laughs> uh, and so I just go like oh Frank how high it's it's the easiest song I just go like all you got to do is I just keep saying like Frank it's the easiest drumming and like we're all happy, we're like it's like, dude, you realize that's the wrong song. <laughs> so he knew from your ba 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 what you were singing and yeah. identified it as the wrong. Yes, because the song that they were gonna cover, what a good drummer, was Roots, but the drum beat that I was <laughs> mouthing was Refuse Resist. Wow. Wow. And I'm surprised you got it close enough to a song that he could pick it Oh, up. well, sure. I mean, I love Sepultura. Not that you don't love them, but 
you know, you, you were artistically inclined in another direction for music to begin with. But then, I mean, and you're blitzed also. I am blitzed, but the the drum to refuse resist is just so easy. Like how to. <laughs> So the whole weekend we were all down like and it was like at that point where I was like, oh my god, like that was the awakening of like I really am drunk. I didn't know difference. Yes. Stop it. I feel, I, I so mean, then it was a really cool moment. Then all these like twenty drummers, every drummer there, and some non-drummers, including Dave Grohl, came up and they did Roots. And Frank uh, was up there. It was such, such a cool moment. I was like vicariously excited for him. Wow, and then cool. just in the crowd going. I mean, you could have said you were a drummer too, and they would have probably let you. I, I could have, I mean, but I wouldn't. I would be too embarrassed to do that. Oh, I would not want to do that. I think it would have been fine. It would have been fine, but I wouldn't yeah. want to do it. You, then you weren't drunk enough. <laughs> this is what the, the moral of the story. A couple more shots of whiskey tequila, and you would have been up there on stage drumming with the best of them. Well, the other, uh, of course, uh, another good friend of Dimebag was there, Nickelback's Chad Kroger. <laughs> what? Yeah, they were good friends. How? I didn't know that. He, um... Oh, <laughs> drinking some tequila? Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, whiskey. <clears throat> tequila whiskey. My, yeah. my throat's a little dry here from all this chatting from the from the weekend, from all the yelling. Uh, You're parched from the humble brags. Fuck <laughs> 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 Just the ones on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow, it's so great to be the the storyteller on the show and just be mercilessly mocked by my friends. <laughs> friends. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so uh chad kroger was there and i believe i've i've said the story on the show uh mm-hmm. but I, I i would quickly repeat it of there was a time and i guess this is a humble brag when i <laughs> interned at roadrunner records but i'm not really a humble brag they didn't pay me. i mean they eventually gave me some money but you made some connections made some connections it worked out i'm not gonna say i didn't get anything out of it but so i interned at roadrunner mm-hmm. and there was this one day and this was at peak, like the peak of Nickelback. Like they were essentially funding the. Wait, it's not the peak still. <laughs> it's a long <laughs> peak. I mean, yeah, like it's, <laughs> you know, when they were really like yeah. at the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I guess you would say they're more of a legacy act, which is even That's sad. Sad to say, crazy. like in so like many times, time has <laughs> just passed us by. But. Uh, it was at their peak, and I remember this one publicist was like walking around the office, like, "All right, we're gonna do a Nickelback photo shoot, but only one photo per person. We have to line up by the kitchen. Let's go. We gotta line up." And then, like, she's like, "Right," and, and people are walking over, and I'm, I'm like doing work. Wait, or- so I'm confused. Was this as like, we know you all want a picture with yes. Nickelback, or? Hey guys, you got to pretend to want a picture no, with Nickelback. The, the former, you like we all. Everybody wants. I, everyone obviously wants. A, well, because here's why. Anytime there's an art, like most of the artists on the late, like you know, oh Slipknot's here. Everyone wants uh-huh. a photo with Slipknot. Yeah. Oh, uh, whoever is here, you know. And then like, it's like, oh Nickelback's here. <laughs> there was no, I mean, that's how I took it. There like, was no stampede. To and the, also, this was yeah. like I was at the time probably 21, so it was you know, peak 
metal elitism kind of yes like oh i'm better than this you know so anyway but i just remember like in my head it really sticks out to me like she's like wrangling everyone, everyone comes up and then she does like one last pass and she's like Rob, are you going to get online? You're going to miss it. Mm. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, it's okay. I'll let, like, just that she was, like, so concerned for me, like, yeah. I might not get this photo with Chad Kroger. <laughs> it was, that was probably a really good look for you, though, because they're like, oh, man, this intern is so fucking dedicated to the work. <laughs> Passing up a Nickelback photo to keep working. Oh, I didn't even think about it that way. Damn, we're gonna, definitely going to have to buy an ad campaign with this kid's shit-ass website ah! if it's still around in 10 years. And this, uh, oh, you mean uh, the one where he did Rob Van Dam's... Uh, uh, <laughs> no, it was... Oh. You, metal, did Metal Injection exist by, back then or no? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. I, I wanted to do the internship to get the connections yeah. for Metal Injection. By the way, they, this, didn't do, they didn't buy ads. This no. meet and greet was how Avril Levine met him, right? She was also <laughs> an intern there at the That's same time. That's who was wrangling people. Yeah. Oh, that she was the... Oh, I didn't know she was the PR person. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, uh, here I had the opposite reaction that like I when I spotted him, I was already quite tipsy. Mm -hmm. Like and it was more like, oh, my God, Jed Kroger is he here. Just laughed at the mere existence. Just, I was like, I got to get a photo. Like, this is hilarious. <laughs> I got to get a photo with him. Uh, and, but whatever. So I'm drinking and there's this is like the. uh Said you have me so self-conscious now because anything I say, I'm like, oh god, this sounds like a humble brag. <laughs> well, uh, but like this was like the VIP slash media area, so the plebeians... well, we know which wood you were, so go. On. That's not a humble brag. Go okay, on. thank you. Uh, so it was like its own uh, area, and there and it, there was one bar for for this area, and you know everyone's just drinking shit faced, and uh, my party is online, me and a few of my friends. And we're online, we're waiting, and Chad Kroger is just basically hanging out, like, right behind the bar with, like, two friends of his. And they uh, let him behind the bar? Because he's famous? Or, like, he was making drinks and stuff? No, 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 like, off to the side of oh, the bar. Gotcha. It's, it was, like, picture, it's, the VIP area uh, was, uh, like, this outside area, so there was just a tent, oh, okay. a tent set up with a kind of a makeshift bar. And I he was kind of off to the side of it. Uh, and then the line was, you know, uh, perpendicular to him, let's say. And then, uh, so we're we're up next. And then right as we're right as we're up, uh, Chad turns to the bartender, who was doing a fantastic job, who really was like killing it. And he's like, "Hey, can I give you a hundred dollars and take two beers?" And she just goes, "Yeah," <laughs> you know. And he goes, "Actually." Can I take four beers? Yeah. Okay, great. Thanks. Oh, and I feel bad that I cut these people off in line. So let me just buy their round for them. And that was us. <laughs> so Chad <laughs> Kroger bought us a round of, bought me specifically a round of tequila and White Claw. And now you love him. And this was the tequila that I was like, oh, fuck. I need to stop. <laughs> I need to Do you stop. think Chad Kroger roofied you? Could be. <laughs> Could you imagine? I was looking at the drink being made. Nobody was being roofied. Stop it. Stop it. But wait, so initially he was going to pay $100 for two beers. And then clearly at some point he's like, well, that's ridiculous. That's not a good value. If I'm going to spend $100, let me make myself look better in doing it. Mm -hmm. A round for everybody for the same $100. No, 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 no. such a cynic, Sid. Yes. The... <laughs> The round I'm was not on the hundred. Nickelback that truther. was a separate. 
transaction. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's, the, that's the nice. girl kept the majority of that. All right. Wow. Jet fuel cannot <laughs> melt steel photographs. <laughs> so I will never, <laughs> ever Did say you talk to him afterwards? Like what? No, because Why did he do it? Just randomly? or He just did it. Uh, uh, the, a few people that I told the story to have said, oh, he's... The, he always he like he'll do that. He's, he's rich. Great. Yeah, it's he's the least rich. He should he's do. rich beyond belief. <laughs> so what's funny is like you know all of us were like joking like oh well how do we hate nickel like we love Nickelback now how do how can you hate <laughs> that's <laughs> how they did it that's Rob, how they got me. Could you quickly cue up any Nickelback song on YouTube? Let's see if let's see if you can hold out saying something negative. Hold about on them. one second. Can I finish my story, Sid? Before you keep interrupting me. I'm sorry. So the next morning we're all reminiscing. <laughs> over about this and we decide let's give Nickelback <laughs> an honest listen. Oh god. Fair. Uh, like genuinely like be like alright like what are we hating on? And here's what I will, t- what I will say. First of all uh, what was the, f- the first song? Their breakthrough hit. How You this Remind is, Me? Yeah. Yes. That's a great song. Yeah. Like you know catch like structurally it's Oh yeah. come on! I liked oh, it when it came no, out. No, it's a good song. It's a like, pop song. It's a good song. Like it's yeah. like without the Nickelback stigma, like in a in a complete vacuum. Totally it's a good agree. Song. And I liked it when it came out. But yeah, I think the thing that. about Nickelback has never been that they're like musically bad or they're like not good musicians. Mm-hmm. It's that they're just hack. Like they're cliche. Okay. Their lyrics are cliche. So here's what I like. So then we started listening to other like we listened to Photograph mm-hmm. and uh, another single. And it was like, oh, these are all the same exact song. 100%. It's the same exact structure. Yeah, so that I will tell you. But then we started getting into deep cuts. Oh. Like non-singles. Mm. And <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, oh my God. this is where Nickelback shines. Oh. <laughs> like, that's a drop. No, was, that's an episode <laughs> title. Because Brian Posehn will later look back and be like, wait, what was I on? And he will never have any association with metal injury. First of all, the production is so good. I, well, they could afford a good production. Okay, sure. But the musicality is like, it's legit. It's like good, hard rock. But you can't like, I want to play, I, yeah, I yeah, wanna play a song. I want to play a song. They wrote a song that, uh, this was their song to Dimebag Daryl. Oh. Like after oh, he okay. died. Didn't know they did one of those. Yeah, because Chad was a uh, very good friend. With this him. is how down back reminds me of what I'm in here. Is that how it goes? <laughs> it's called Side of a Bullet. I'm looking at a oh, photograph. Geez. Now, I'm not going to. Of the bullet that hit down back. <laughs> that sounds good, actually. Thank you. This is what I, I, really I, I'm, just, I'm just covering. He, <laughs> this is the Nickelback song. It's okay. Here it is. Uh, what the fuck is in down back's head? It's nickel plated, man. Nickel <laughs> this is pretty, a pretty heavy riff. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on, drop the bombshell. Jesus. Do you think they had to rock this up because, like, Pantera fans would hear it? Yes. Yeah, totally. They're very conscious. But also, this sort of sounds like it's glorifying the shooter a little bit. This is like, I'm getting pumped for, like, who yeah. this guy's going to kill. He was a really great shooter. Yeah. He hit him right between the eyes. 
That's not what he I said. I thought it was like a rest in peace dime bag, but it's more just about the shooter. <laughs> he, he, Uncle Sam taught him too well. Yeah. He had a screaming shot and weapon shot in the sun. <laughs> it's like it's an like, ode to the murderer of Dimebag. Wow. Oh, I, I thought he was thinking about Dimebag. Yeah. I didn't realize no. he was thinking about the shooter. It sounds oh, yeah, like yeah. he's thinking about the shooter. He stood yeah. six foot three, muscles rippling in the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next verse. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's not what he's saying. The whole part about how his dick was so much bigger than dime bags. Play the more, li- the lines are, please God, don't let him pull it. And, and then you put us through it. So it's like, how is it glorifying him? That was uh, we're singing the first draft. His yeah. brother watched you do it. They didn't tell him what they just said. Uh, they just told we need you to write a song about this incident, and it was all like pro shooting. And then he, they came oh, back and said, "Stop!" You it. know, no, 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 it has to be anti. You guys are the, the worst. The shooter killed himself right after he did it. Right, he's not. He's not still alive, right? Yeah. No, the cop killed him. Okay. Do you think if that morning, if somebody told him, all right, if you go through with this, your legacy is going to be that Nickelback will write a song about you. (laughs) Do you think he would have changed his mind about killing Dimebag? Do you like, you know, not worth it. Not worth it. (laughs) Look, I think I'm going to sit this, this if, one out. If it were to save Dime, I think that would be all right. Uh, I okay. think Nickelback wouldn't mind. <laughs> well, guy's bias. But he's talking about the shooter. Would the shooter still shoot him if he knew this? He would have an Right. I'm saying him? Nickelback wouldn't mind hearing that somebody did this. Oh, I see. Yeah. Huh. They have that, like, Dimebag squeal on the guitar. As he fled the scene, he drove perfectly through traffic. <laughs> His driving skills were a little too good from driving that Jeep around Afghanistan. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. I'm very uncomfortable. I'm telling you, I agree. Nickelback should have yeah. never wrote such glowing. They didn't write that. You said that. Fucking Canadians. Right. Uh, they got Billy Gibbons to be on a song. If, o- if only Dimebag had national health care like we do in Canada. <laughs> but wait, you're saying getting Billy Gibbons is like a huge get yeah, in this day and age? Yeah. Doesn't Chad Kroger sort of look like the non-bearded member of ZZ Top? Maybe Billy Gibbons just got confused. The shooter's got legs. He knows how to use them to run away from the scene. <laughs> Where's my lighter? This is the deep cut that you like. This is a single. This isn't a deep cut. I don't recognize this. There we go. This one's a little cheesy. I'm digging it. Decent kid rock. It sounds like Florida Georgia Line or some shit. Oh, did I mention that the shooter from the other song was really, really tall and really, really strong? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I got carried away. Spilling into all my lyrics now. (laughs) This is embarrassing, this song. This is horrendous. This is like Shania Twain. Like, you're from Canada. We know you're from Canada. Yeah, stop. Just stop trying to be a country act. What, what is this? They have country in Canada. Like, hey, it's a different country, Rob. That's so the point. What? So what? They got cowboys. That's true. Right, is Nickelback <laughs> from Calgary? Isn't that where they have the rodeo up there? They, if they're from Calgary, I'll allow it. 
You know the stroke that almost killed Bret Hart was really, really tough and really, really smart. <laughs> that was his first draft animals. of his Bret Hart song. How did your Nam Tales turn into just a Nickelback song medley? Like, why is that what the show is right now? Because this is what what we were doing in Nam. I did not sign off for this. So you're saying basically you guys ended up all being Nickelback fans now? I would say we gained your respect. You're less contemptuous. Yes. Okay, so all you need to do is just buy Rob a shot and a white yeah. claw, and he's yours. <laughs> you hear that, Richard Spencer? It helps. Oh, whoa, whoa. Except it's just one round of drinks whoa, away, buddy. Whoa, I'm going to go hands. that far. You hear that, Amy Klobuchar? <laughs> one more endorsement is just around well, the corner. Well, the problem is she would throw the white claw bottle yeah. at me, and it would just... Ah. I, you know what? If she did that, she would have my vote. How about that? How about that? She oh, can't Richard lose. Spencer's really smart and really, really cute. I don't know if I like that. He hates the Jews, but it's okay. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Nickelback. Um. Mm. Okay, anything else you remember from that night? <laughs> yeah. Uh, or okay, so that nights? night. So then the show was great. Then the show ended. Oh, it was really cool. There was one point where uh, Scotty and... Uh, Charlie Benante, Frankie Bello, and then Scotty and Son, Rebel, I believe his name is, played an Anthrax song and Dave Kroll sang. Wow. So that was really cool. El Durino says we should uh, play Chad's demo of him glorifying Dylan Roof. Is that oh a- my oh, God. Oh, wow. Is that anywhere? Wow. On, I wouldn't wow. think he'd put that out, come but on, that's, come on. You never know. I mean, stop <laughs> it. It's not funny. <laughs> I don't know. I a couple agree. of us are laughing. I, I would. I wouldn't want him to do I a song. I bet you Dorito's laughing. Yeah. Oh, of course. His joke. <laughs> Rob's laughing too. He's I'm not laughing. It. Stop it. All right. He's not. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at that. Come on. Come on. Oh, Sorry. Uh, so then it was the barbecue time, and I was think. I, I mean, I was. It's hard to give a fully honest analysis because I was so drunk and so hungry by this point. You know, like. But it was great. <laughs> it was brisket. There was a wing. Oh. The, the rib, the ribs were fall off the bone. Beef or short? It was or short. Pork. It was pork ribs. I have a pork question. ribs, beef brisket, and chicken, like chicken uh, drumsticks and wings. Yeah. Was Dave Grohl uh, Grohl grilling again like last year? Yeah. Like, I mean, oh. It's his barbecue uh, company. He started a couple. Yeah, but I didn't know barbecue. if he was actually manning Yeah, them. oh, he was the one smoking everything. He had people helping him. It was much... It was very, very organized. Cool. Uh, and, like, the line was moving through. Everyone was having a fun time. So they just do, like, a catering thing? There's not, like, an actual storefront you can go and have exactly. this barbecue? Yeah, yeah. It's a catering company, essentially, at this point. They have three smokers. and uh, Only in California, I guess? No. I think he's... So if a... you guys wanted to have them work the uh, Metal Injection 15th anniversary party, you could have made that happen? Maybe if we uh, gave him enough notice. He's such a fan of yours. I mean, yeah, he might... Yeah, on the show. You should, next holiday party, you should do that. Find an excuse sure. just to... I think the first See, step would be like, so Dave, can I get your number? <laughs> and then. Why haven't you already done that? I know. You're supposed to do that. That's, you know, like, well, that's the first step. Well, here's the thing. Here's where things got a little. Uh-oh. Oh. Got a little not kosher. All right. So. Uh-oh. It's the end of the night. It wasn't anything I did. I'm, I'm still in, in okay graces, Uh-oh. but this is what happened. Wait, the non-kosher part was after you ate the pork ribs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. All right. I, wanted, I went over. With I tried the mac to. Mac th- and cheese. So he's, <laughs> si- he's like sitting amongst a bunch of people, and then like 
there was this like girl punishing him and uh, by punishing i mean like you know just being everything that everything that i was on a hanger on and turned out it was courtney love it was not i thought this was like some kind of sub dom show no 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 (laughs) Uh, no no just uh yeah and just being inappropriate and like doing all the things that i was afraid you know i was like don't don't be this person right she was that person uh and it was like right when i wanted to be like oh thanks could we just take a quick picture and like i tried to ask somebody else to take a photo of us and they were like nah dude nah and i realized what it is is like those people were his coworkers. well like the people he hired for the barbecue thing yeah and i'm sure people have been asking him for photos all day and he doesn't want to take photos and they thought i was just like another hang around they don't know the he kind of relationship we had. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. He yeah. watches your video all the time. And on top of that, this girl was being so weird with him. And then she was like, I don't know. First of all, I, I really have to hand it to him. He handled it so well. He just walked away. He just walked away and went and like started a conversation with somebody else. I'm sure he's he deals with that yeah. all the time. All the time, of course. And it was like that point was like, you know what, Rob? Just leave. Like yeah. you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to like. Hopefully, I don't like, need a photo. I yeah. have the experience. Like I didn't do anything wrong, but it was just like it was just like a bad vibe moment, and it was that point of drunkenness that I was in that I was just yeah. like, eh, I'm done. I you know I got, hit the eject button. You know, at like, least you had the self awareness. Otherwise, you would have been that girl. Yeah, I wasn't gonna go follow. Like no, but we did do a hug, and he was like, oh, it's great to see you. You know, so still good, and I still love him. Still didn't. Give your number at that point, huh? <laughs> Get him on the phone. How many podcast. times does he need to say it's great to see you? I'm so glad that you're here. And I'm not even like jokes aside. Like I really feel he would do the podcast. Like since oh, I'm sure his it's just here. again, it's just uh, well, I'd have to go through his policy. It's not like he would just call it. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, but the willingness would be there. Yeah, I feel like if again, you went through the publicist, there would be a less. Well, less look, of a guys, chance. it's very easy for you to say this sitting here in the metal injection no, studio when you're out there in the field. <laughs> In the dime batch. Getting, Bring us. I know it would we'll take work you. and all that. I could get that. I'm just saying yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he'd be into yeah, it. Well, well, hopefully next year. Is the food free or do you have to pay? The food is free. Okay. So it's very hard in the field with the Chad Kroger buying you drinks, Dave Grohl buying Feeding you food. You. Yeah. yeah, barbecue. Well, the food, well, that's not, it's not free. It's part of the Getting to play bongos the ticket on stage. price or whatever. You, did you have to pay for the ticket? I did. Buy, I bought tickets because it's a charity event. All the proceeds go to charity. Which charity? Cleaning up Dimebag's uh, All right. tombstone. Uh, next, <laughs> well, I'm curious. I don't. I don't. If it's a charity, I deem worthy or not. Well, I'll look. Well, it up do you I'll, deem I'll that one worthy? You. Cleaning up Dimebag's tombstone? No. Okay. <laughs> if it's like some bullshit, like music education or nonsense like that, <laughs> cure some that fucking a... diseases. How about that? What about if? It's... What if it's a? You know what? If it was to clean up the monument of that hero, six foot three man who shot Dimebag. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Come on. All right. Show That's not over. even funny. <laughs> The so monument was dirty, but it still looked great. Look at what we did again. Okay. Well, Chad wrote the song. Yeah, me. don't kill the messenger. Okay. Straight All from right. Canada. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Baby Daniel, uh, what do you think about my nab story? <laughs> what do I think about the Dave Grohl story? Or just everything I've said about NAM in general. <laughs> Are you a Nickelback fan now? I'm a... Oh music? God, no! Like, I don't, I don't inherently hate Chad Kroger as a Kroger Kruger. I, I don't Kroger. know however you say it. Freddie Kroger. Um, like, I wouldn't wish that. I wouldn't wish that crows like pluck his eyes out. But oh, wow. you know, 
Nickelback was cool for like a minute in middle school, and then you know your taste matures, and you're like, oh, there's more than just this one song that Nickelback keeps writing over and over and over again. Which I don't know how that's made them so famous. Like, is everyone just that simple that they're like, wow, I really like this one song they keep rewriting. I'm just going to keep paying for that. I think that yeah. I, I can't think of another explanation. Well, I just think it's been like on radio so much and it just got in the radio station stuff that they get mm. paid royalties for it. It's not that people are. Well, I guess people are buying it because they hear it on radio and they're not exposed to more or heard it. But I have a question for you. If someone from Nickelback yeah. bought you and your friends a round of drinks and walked away, wouldn't your opinion change of them? Um, I don't know. I don't know that my opinion of them would change. I would be very skeptical that there was some kind of ulterior motive uh. for why Chad was buying me a drink. <laughs> Well, you could always separate his music from, you know, how good of a guy he is. I mean, he can put you a drink. You can appreciate that he's an okay guy, but still not like Nickelback, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a good point. You can be a really good person and just be a really terrible, mediocre musician. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the two are not inherently connected, right? Yes. Or and two I, things can be true at once. Also, the reverse is true with Dave Mustaine. Like, yeah. I'll always, always... T- Till the day I die, be a, a huge Megadeth <laughs> fan, but I can recognize that he is a deranged lunatic with horrible politics. What if he yeah, bought you a drink, though? If he bought me a drink, I would I would think, say I would thank him, and then I would I but I, well I don't drink, but I would say you know he did a nice deed. I still think his politics are weird and horrible. Yes. Sorry, I need to cut you off. Go on, Do go you on, baby. Is the real reason? Do you ever wonder if the real reason why Metallica kicked Dave Mustaine out is they found out he was like an undercover asshole? Uh, I don't think like it was undercover. Before that was uh, yeah. to come to like the that cover was thrown off quite long before they had yeah. met. Before the firing, okay. anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they no, they legitimately like kicked him out because he was drinking too much yeah. and being yeah. belligerent. To he him. was drinking too much, where all of them were alcoholics, and he, right. even they were like, well, "All right, dude." Dude, because he was, they were as a mean drunk. Yeah, they were all drunks, but and and druggies, but they were capable of making their appointments and like showing up for rehearsals and, and shows. not assaulting one another. Yes, exactly. Right. And now David huh. Stain is like just basically a dry drunk. Like I mean, he's he doesn't drink or uh, right, Rob. He doesn't drink anymore, but he allegedly has but filled the void. Well, we don't know, but what he says, he has classic dry drunk behavior. Like he's aggressive towards people, like George W. Bush was. Like he's didn't, just you know filling that void with other hostilities. Didn't Dave Mustaine wasn't Dave Mustaine on uh, the Alex Jones whatever that was yeah. called that whole a while ago debacle. I think so, right? My like memory. they were like cool with yeah, each other. Yeah, he was right? on Infowars. Yeah, we talked about. I that. think uh, at least yeah, he has the, he has the uh, presence of mind, or at least handlers, to tell him to just keep his politics to himself, mm-hmm. and it has uh, made him much less unlikable. Like uh-huh. I can actually listen to Megadeth again, whereas a few years ago I genuinely yeah. just could not because I was just think about how bad his politics were and like. It made it made me uh, 
not only it made me resent him, it made me like mad that I cared so much. I understand. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like, ah, it's just, I should just like the music. It's just, but so I'm yeah. glad at least he doesn't yeah. put it out there. I mean, that's totally reasonable position. I've just never been like that. Like, I can still listen to Michael Jackson music with no problem. Like, I don't. It doesn't even occur to me when the song comes on in the store or whatever. Uh, Michael Jackson specifically, I've, I've. Uh, I've had pause when it would come on. I mean, I'm not going to run out of a store if it's yeah, on. Yeah, I'm not going to protest yeah, it, yeah. but well, it's I'm like, oh, that's a... Picking that's, it. Yeah. There's just so many other options that it's fairly right. easy. Like, oh, here's a reason to not pick this thing. Cool. Mm-hmm, I'll mm-hmm. pick the next thing. But, like, if it came on, I wouldn't, yeah. like, shuffle past no. anything. No, no, yes. Oh, like, came on in your oh. collection? Yes. Oh, see, I don't know. I don't... Because I don't think, like, art is, you know, has to carry everything the person did like horrible heinous things you know what i mean yeah like same thing with like uh if you know the movie chinatown mm-hmm. is directed by a rapist yes but i can still watch the movie like i don't feel like it's infused with his being a rapist you know what i mean yes. but I, there are other people who woody say that allen. they can't watch it woody allen i i i think is more creepy than i actually like i don't know that the allegations have uh, been proven against him that he did something that would be considered rape. I think he was more like his biggest offense to me was marrying, uh, you know, the girl that his he adopted was raising. daughter. Yeah, which is creepy, yeah. but it was consensual at least. But like, you know what stuns me about Woody Allen? Mm-hmm. That at least as far as I've seen, I haven't seen any uh, Jeffrey Epstein connection, mm-hmm. and that blows my mind because it just seems so obvious that he would have been on that plane well, at some point. Maybe it's true that he's just not molesting somebody. Anyone. I mean, Ronan Farrow, of all people, mm-hmm. you know, should that would be the first person you check up on, right? Well, wasn't Ronan Farrow the one disputing the claim of the of his uh, sister? No, I think Ronan Farrow's on board. He's Team Mia. I thought one of the kids was saying it wasn't true, and the other one was saying, yeah, no, I was raped. Yeah. Or I remembered it later in life. I think I might be found. getting this totally bungled. Well, so forgive he's me. He's the one that was accused. He's, there's no th- those. The only yeah, like all of her siblings defend her. I, th- I could have sworn there was. I'll look it up after the show. But I could have sworn there was one of the uh, kids that wasn't, and then two of the kids, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, I could again. I could be getting this wrong. Uh, okay, we're gonna put you on hold again, baby Daniel. Uh, just quickly wrapping up. My name story. Yes. Uh, there was, uh, you know, like I said, after that dime bash thing, I I woke up so hungover the next morning, um, like the type of hungover where you're just like, oh, I'm never drinking again. Right. Did you have to go work at Nam? I like did. Work? I uh. did. It was brutal. It was brutal. I had to chug a lot of water, do a lot of. Have an Advil. There's a lot going on over there. It was oh god, it was so loud. It was so loud. I have to put it here. It's loud. It's bright, like fluorescent oh, light bulbs. Huh? The, the brightness. It's a lot of hairspray in the air. At least the weather was nice. <laughs> that kind of woke me up. I went to that, that one time, and I still remember the ringing in my ears of how loud it was. Yeah. It was. It's 90 decibels inside at all times. It's so crazy, which is, is as loud as a concert. That was 10 years ago that I went there. By yeah, that was 2010. Yeah. Damn. Um, Nuts. But uh, so I one of these. Uh, oh, I I had a great time with Entheos, by the way, uh, who we've had Cheney on the mm-hmm. show. Uh-huh. Uh, she, uh, we follow each other on social media, and she, oh. she name drop. Uh, <laughs> she posted a photo on her way to Nam, being like, "Hey Nam, the Queen of Green is coming." <laughs> I was like, "That's great," uh, and I was like, "Oh, we should uh, meet up and smoke." And so 
we did. And it was uh, us and then a few other folks, a few other friends. And it was so nice. It's like the whole uh, California legal thing really clicked for me because so I was like, all right, guys, well, here's this crazy joint that I bought. You know, and then she was like, oh, great. And now I have a joint, too. And then someone else was like, oh, and I rolled this blunt, guys. So so like I was just expecting to smoke the joint that I provided. But everyone in the circle, not everyone, but, you know, people contributed. It was like such a nice mm-hmm. bonding moment of being ridiculous. Now addicted. I know where that cold sore came from, Rob. Oh, stop wow. it. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> you really? I didn't see it. Do you have a cold zone? I don't yeah, have it's, a cold it's right there on the right side. It's next what? to the other one. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's so self-conscious now. But then after, so I'm not drinking because I'm thankfully stoned. So I, I, I wasn't drinking. Like, And it was so weird. It's so weird to tell people you're not drinking, uh, especially in such an environment of alcoholism. And yeah. people want to buy you drinks. And he's like, all right, let's do some shots. Shot, shot, shot. And I'm like, actually, could you get me a water? He's like, no, come on, man. You're doing a shot. And I'm like, no. So annoying. I'm not. I'm not. I really can't. I can't drink. It's uh, like when you're somewhere and they, 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 you don't want to dance. No, come on, come on. Get up and dance. Let's go. Like, yeah. shut the fuck up. When I stopped drinking, it got so annoying that I just had to lie. Just, and I was just like, I'm in recovery. <laughs> I thought you were I'm pregnant. <laughs> you said you were in well, recovery? Well, you know, like, that would show. Yeah, like, because everyone was like, Start questioning or like forcing it on me, and I, I oh, just, you just got don't want to go to the up. spiel. You're just like, I'm in yeah. recovery. I'm like, and oh, then, they, I'm then in it's recovery. a private thing. They don't want. And then everyone's like, oh, okay, and then they apologize to you, and they just like walk away. <laughs> That's such a great tip for next year. <laughs> <laughs> so should have done that with Ken Pierce. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, then so the thing so the convention is right by a hotel the hilton and the lobby bar is like the the hang and then some people sometimes rent a suite and then they'll have parties in their suites Mm. so i was at one of these suite parties and it was like one of those things where i was like at the hilton yes it was one of those things where i was like you know what i'm probably gonna gonna leave soon (laughs) because it's like if i'm not drinking what am i doing there you can't smoke in the room same nachos Huh? Food there was no food. No food. That was no, no people. These people, they buy all this alcohol. They alcohol. They don't assume people will have to. Can you order room service? Sneak on their phone and just order room service to their room. There's also a big just a party in the lobby. Me. Yeah. Right. Is yeah. That party still happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you escape that one to go to a room party. Anyway, so this room party eventually got so overcrowded that it got shut down. But there was a girl that just being like, "Can you give me a press?" Can you do a press on me? What? Like, can you like, like I, a perm press? Like, no, like she's saying she wanted press. Like, I'm an artist. She wants you to lift oh, her over your head album. like the <laughs> ultimate warrior. And I, I need a press. A I bench need, press? Yeah, no, like, like she needs press, but she kept saying a press. Like she needs coverage yeah. for her media. Do a full I court can, press. Like, could you do a spread on me? Could you do a spread? Like, like, like a nice cheese spread. <laughs> She should have learned from Chad Kroger and bought you a drink. Yeah. And you would have done anything. Well, the drinks were free in this. She could have brought me one. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't drinking. Maybe if I was drunk, I would have been Was it Metal Sonata? No. no. It wasn't, but I did spot her. I spot her in the crowd. So who was it? Was it a metal artist? or I don't... You didn't get her <laughs> info? You didn't want to do press on her. I didn't want to give her a press. She didn't give you a credential of some sort of card, a thumb drive? No. That's a a lanyard? I did get... I, you know what? I did get... And some nice folks come up to me being like, hey, 
I'm a big fan of Metal Injection. Could you check out my band? Mm-hmm. And then here's the thing. This is where there's a disconnect. Some because of them, you don't like those kind of bands. No, anymore. I'm fine with it. Uh, but then he's not going to remember. Somebody uh, then they handed me a CD, and I have to say that is a bad move. I don't. I realized the only CD player I have is in my car. In that's it. I don't have a CD player anywhere in my house. And the rental car that we had was so new, apparently, that they don't even have CD players anymore. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's like you can't like if you're giving people a CD. You're messing up. You yeah. gotta airdrop your album on people. <laughs> that would That's be a great. That move, would right? be brilliant. I'm sure I don't people think you do that. Uh, or like, let me let me sending. Yeah. Just drone them with a yeah. <laughs> with your with a flash drive. But it, like anyone who has like received from All On can get the album, and that name will be the perfect place. To you do should it. just have like a business card that has a link to our Discord Thrash It or Trash It channel. <laughs> it's like okay, just put the link in there. I'll get to it. Thank there you. you go. Not a bad idea. Right out to the people. <laughs> Why not? That is the most likely avenue for us to play something. For sure. We record it. I mean, Unless props. you're a Nickelback. <laughs> then we'll just, just buy us one drink and we will play your entire back catalog. Yep. Even the songs you wrote glorifying the shooter of... Uh, <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is Chad Kroger's take on the Oklahoma City bombing, Rob? Do we have that song? Cue it up. <laughs> Son of a... Bitch. <laughs> the explosion was so nice. Well, so high in the sky. <laughs> All right. Uh, he was well, down well, there practicing a southern accent. And <laughs> did some research. Southern accent to Canadians in North Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Before we wind down, we did have some hate mail. Ooh. From Chad Kroger. What the oh, fuck no. you guys talking about? I love hate mail. <laughs> Drop. I should have probably had it queued up before uh, saying that we have some no. hate mail, but we do, in fact. It's nice to keep us in suspense for a little bit. Have yeah. some hate mail, and it is, uh, it is relationship advice. Oh. Wait, asking for or giving asking us? For. Oh, okay. Hi, guys. It says it. I've been in a relationship over a year now with my girlfriend. Just because it says it doesn't mean you have to do it. He wants to do it even if it doesn't say it. So Everything has been great relationship-wise as we get along and we enjoy going out together, hanging out. The sex has been great as well. Mm. Proof. (laughs) Okay. You don't know how old this person is. I guess. Well, if they're old enough to have sex, I guess he's... Old enough what? to ask for pictures. I mean, they're at least one year old, right? Because they've been in the relationship for a year. So. <laughs> uh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> at least. Maybe more. My only worry is that I like big butts and I cannot lie. Oh, boy. And unfortunately, my girlfriend lacks in that area. Oh, dear. Uh. Give it time. <laughs> Wait, hold on. The question's not there I mean, yet. Hold on. It's still assuming she's one. (laughs) Her ass has to drop. Don't ask shave a one-year-old. How dare you? Gross. This is very uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, I am wholeheartedly an ass man, and I find myself looking at other women's asses, possibly a lot more than a dude in a relationship should. I will say there's no right or wrong amount to look at. Uh, As long as you're just looking. 
Is this lack of an attractive feature to me something to worry about? Am I being overly chauvinistic? I worry because the sex life in my last relationship went downhill and negatively affected me mentally. What round thing? What if a round thing comes in my face and I get sprung and my anaconda does want some? <laughs> Did Sid and 3D have these worries while in relationships with their wives? Does Noah hate this email yet? Thank you so much. Love the show, the Discord, and the Patreon one. Who is it? Who sent it? Well, it, th- maybe it wants to be anonymous. Well, I don't, we don't need to give out their address, but is your first name or something? Nothing? Uh, I'm just curious. Anchor who? is the name. Huh? Anchor. So here's what I will say. Uh, you know, looking at girls' butts is, you know, that's like just horny guy stuff. Guys are horny, and they like to innately look at butts. Uh, I would say just try to be respectful and like don't do it. Don't do it in front of. So I just want to. Can I clarify something? Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were done. Or uh, perhaps there's a way to uh, bring it up and then you know ogle women with your girlfriend. What? Okay. Don't (laughs) don't listen to that. (laughs) Erase. (laughs) Go back and delete. I like big butts. Darren, please. What I want to know is so is he so he's content to stay in this relationship, right? Like the fact that she lacks an ass. It seems he's worried about not being content in the future. Right. Well, that's what I because it's a little sort of giving me. That is what he's saying. Yeah. So he's so because he's saying with his last relationship that's what happened. I would say address this now. And, you know, openly bring it up to her and say, you know, fi- first of, on your own, figure out oh if God. you love this person. OK, I'm sorry, Darren. I, you can't tell your girlfriend no, no, no. that you've been with you didn't that let she me has finish. no ass. You didn't let me finish. I'm not saying go oh. up to her and say that she has no ass. Oh, I thought you said address it with her. Like her ass. I mean, I don't mean have a, I mean, address the, whether you feel that this person is attractive enough for you to be with for the rest of your life or however long you think you're going to be with this person and then get that like locked down and then know whether you can know, know whether you can move forward with this because you can't if you know obviously most people are not tens you know what i mean but like if you if you feel strongly enough about this person then that one thing that you that bothers you it should be like a drop in the bucket like i'm i'm assuming there is something Attractive about this person. Well, he says the sex is great. Okay, the sex, sex is. Well, I don't is understand great. what but the problem is. But sex is sex. Can, sex being great doesn't mean aesthetics. Like you also have to look at this person and wake up next to them every day. But you're not waking up next. I, to their I ass. feel like in a relationship you grow to find things attractive about the person. I agree that, with like, that too. You find these little things about them, either perfections or imperfections, that you you grow to yes. find uh, sexy. I agree with that. That's a perfectly valid point. Uh, but even with, with once. All of that is a complete package. So in other words, there may be some things you find sexy about this person that other people might might not. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whatever the case may be, however you reach your sum total of how much you find this person attractive, you need to, to, to believe that that's keeping you in the relationship more so than keeping you wanting to look at other girls' asses on the street. The, uh, what I how committed are you? It's like if you're such a colossal ass man, mm-hmm. did she have an ass a year ago when you got with her and then... You had ass reduction. Well, like that's the thing. It must have been something attractive yes. about her. Yeah, if she was good enough to that was not her ass. Be with for a year. Then why are you? Why are you looking for reasons right. now? I'm assuming he oh, he overlooked maybe that one thing, and, and there was a lot of beautiful other yeah. things about her. 
but now somehow it's it's well, just such a weird thing. Well, like, that, but that's a big red flag that there. This is not going to last. Yeah. Well, I yeah, but I, I, it, I, I think know. it's all on him. It's like if yeah, hundred percent. So well, I don't know that it's necessarily I think mature. Part of it, if, they if may he, not be right for each other. Well, well think, Noah, what do you think? Okay, so uh, I think it's okay to have your private time where you look at girls' asses as long as you are respectful to your girlfriend. Yes. You don't do it in front of her. You don't make comments. You don't make comments about her body, and you appreciate the you know look at your relationship and if it feels good and sex is good that means you're still attracted to each other she could also probably have something that she she likes on a guy that you don't have which is normal and fine Mm -hmm. she's okay with your medium-sized dick (laughs) she hasn't left yet it's all about how you treat each other and i just finished a book it's called attached and it's about like how like our attachment in relationships and I recommend it. It's a fast read and read it and maybe you'll find some answers in there about um, what to do with your relationship and, and how you guys feel and act towards each other. And uh, yeah, definitely don't, don't, don't tell her mm-hmm. <laughs> that she has no ass. But I, also, who said, ass, who but said what that? if she listens to this podcast? I didn't say, tell we her didn't anything. say no, any no. names, mm. but like, Really, truly, I don't know how old you are, but in time, her ass will get bigger, most likely. So if you if everything else is fine and you want to have this or be a long-term thing, eventually I, you'll get the ass you want. Just stick around. May I make a suggestion? Why don't you get her a little tiny mini skirt or like a tube top and then pull it over her butt so that like the cheeks stick out a little bit underneath? Mm. That's then, not going to help if she has no ass. I know, but it like it, it still looks. Give the cute. illusion. I thought you were gonna say like take her to Chili's or something. <laughs> take her, her put her in a mini skirt <laughs> and get some yeah, food in. I it. thought she was gonna say like get an Arby's gift. No, no, no. I thought she was like get a duo's. I thought she was gonna be like get a duo's gym membership and start doing squats. Well, <laughs> or or get her like a uh like I think it's called like Brazilian style thong where it goes all the way up on the hips and that, that gives the illusion of a larger butt. That's not gonna help. Well, I don't know. It's like small hacks. It's but the thing is, what, what, help, what helps, Darren? I don't know that anything can help. She is what she is. She yeah. could be beautiful in that, in what she is. And if he just is not attracted to that, that's okay too. But I don't think it's, it's worth it. You He's shouldn't saying, be trying to change well, her ass into something bigger. Well, here's the thing: either you appreciate what it is, or you don't. Well, I don't think he say. I, uh, he is not complaining at all about her physical appearance he's just worried potential about the potential of getting a boner from also a- no 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 about like not being attracted or i didn't say he said any he of that he's saying responding to your advice he said what if my anaconda does want some yeah like if he sees a big butt yeah just- either that's why i said in the beginning yeah. you have to determine if yeah. this person is worth staying with or Yes. They're not, and if they're not, then you go. You you ethically tell the person, "I want to be with other people," and right. then you go pursue that. Mm-hmm. Or you say, "That person over there is very, very attractive, but I love you, and I want to yeah. stay with right. you." Right. Well, those are your two options. You can't yeah. go out and stay with her because you like her, but she doesn't have an ass. So I'm going to bang this girl yeah. with an ass. No, right. That's, That's horrible. And I think unless year, she's on board with it, I think a year is a good amount of time because they say you spend four seasons with someone and you see how they are. In all those seasons and how they change, and if you can live with that, and it feels good at the end of the year, go on. Is that that same book or a different book? I think that's Oprah. No, that's Esther Perel. <laughs> Who? Esther Perel. I thought you said Neil Peart first. Oh no, rest in peace. And Neil Peart. All right. <laughs> on that note, we got to get out of here, folks. But I do want to mention that you, of course, 
can get a little extra live cast for yourself with our monthly bonus episodes on Patreon. That's right. Go to patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. And uh, you can get all access to all of our bonus episodes that we've released so far. This month's bonus episode is our lovely time at Tad's Steakhouse. And uh, we got a video up there as well uh, about our experience. We ate, we did a roundtable food review. We also have a roundtable discussion about the Hulu Fire Festival doc, a watch along of the Netflix Fire Festival doc. And uh, what else we got up there? We got a Motley Crue watch along, a Pantera watch along. And next month uh, on February 1st, we're going to be doing a Uncut Gems roundtable oh, discussion. So make sure to so see good. the movie beforehand. There's a bunch of spoilers, but the movie is so good. I really want to see it again. I've been yeah. thinking about it yeah. ever since we saw it. And uh, of course, in addition to the top live cast, I mean, in addition to the bonus episodes, you can be a top live cast fan of the week by contributing $10 or more. You will get a shout out at the end of the show, which Darren will do momentarily. And there are other perks, uh, which you can get like Darren leaving a voicemail for you in one of his famous voices. You can sit in on the show if you got some, uh, got some cash Big to spending. burn. And uh, But right now, let's talk about our top live cast fans of the week. Thank you to you and all of our patrons and all of our listeners. Who yeah. do we got? Yes, these are our top live cast fans of the week. We have Treon, Justin with an E, the one and only Rob with two Bs. At some point, I'm just going to start spelling all of these. E-R-I-C, Eric. We have Rob Ganoush, a.k.a. Justin with an I. Benjamin, B-E, no, El Duderino, Cynical Sid's Cynic Cynicism, Dan R. There's another letter. Cattle Decaf <laughs> with an F. And of course, Mindy Mayer's Keeper. That is our live cast fans of the week. Our shout outs. We love all of you. We love all of our fans. Thank you for contributing. It means a lot to us. You can get better equipment. You can do lots of other stuff, video, and you're going to see the results. In no time at all. Rob, take us home. Thank you so much. We will be back next Tuesday with another brand new episode of the Metal Injection Livecast. And thank you as always for listening. 